0: We'd like to give a special shout out this week to Trisha. Trisha, thank you so much for your support on our Patreon. If you would like to support us, head over to patreon.com/soundandworship. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of If Songs Could Preach, a podcast by Sound and Worship. Music is an awesome creation made possible by an awesome Creator. In each episode, we transform God-glorifying songs into short sermons and expound on the messages they are conveying. We view songs as if they are preachers and cover their lyrics and instrumentation. If songs could preach, this is how they would do it. Today's song is... I'm actually going to let two people tell you what this song is. Two people with the same name. My sleep. Yep, today's song is called My Savior's Love, What Tongue Could Tell. And that was by Matt Papa and Matt Boswell. I personally think they should have went with the name The Matts, but it's a little too late for that. Either way, these guys make incredible music, they put out an entire album, I think it was released last year, and I think I've listened to every single song, so it's a great album. The song was written by Keith Getty, Matt Papa, and Matt Boswell. I know you know the Gettys, but you may be a little bit less aware of Matt Boswell and Matt Papa. So let's give you a little bit of information on those guys. Starting with Matt Boswell, he is currently on staff at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, which is pretty ironic because last week's song was by Norton Hall Band, who is from the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Matt Boswell is currently serving as Assistant Professor of Church Music and Worship. Uh, And then I have a quote by someone you may know, Dr. Al Mohler. He has a podcast called The Briefing. He said of Matt Boswell this, Matt Boswell is one of the most thoughtful, biblical, and faithful leaders of Christian worship and one of the most important figures in modern Christian hymn writing. That's pretty awesome right there. Um, And that's the kind of artist that we try to find to put on this podcast and our website, soundandworship.com. So that's kind of the style of this song as well. Uh, I could definitely see someone calling this song a modern kind of hymn. Let's move on. So the other Matt, Matt Papa, there's a lot less information about him online, at least that I could find. But he's definitely a strong part of the Matts, if I were to name this group. Uh, He's also a hymn writer, and he works with the Geddes as well. Uh, What sticks out to me about these guys is that they're not flashy. Uh, They just write biblical lyrics that are strong and passionate and they lead worship. I mean, what more could you ask? It really makes you think of the Lord being glorified rather than men. That's the feel I kind of get from these guys as I listen to their songs. This song comes from their album, His Mercy Is More, the hymns of Matt Papa and Matt Boswell. I could definitely recommend a couple of other songs from this album, but honestly, I recommend you go and listen to the entire thing. Uh, This is one of those rare albums where you can just play it, and you really don't even have to hit skip ever. You just play every single song, and they're all awesome. You can also tell when you listen to these lyrics that uh, these guys didn't just throw the lyrics together in five minutes and then say, Okay, we've got a song, let's, let's go ahead and start recording. Uh, there is deep theology in what they're singing because, you know, these guys are worship pastors. They're, they, they're studied, they know what they're talking about, and you can you can definitely tell that. And you'll see what I'm talking about as we listen to this song and we listen to the sermon from the preacher, and uh, you know, you'll get a good idea. I've been listening, honestly, to this album for a long time, uh, but it hasn't really been out, like I said, that long. It, it kind of came out in 2019. I found it probably around the beginning of the year, and I've loved it we have a few of their songs on our playlist uh, at soundofworship.com slash playlist. All right, so let's talk about the first little half of this song. I think it helps to look at the cover art of this album. I know a lot of times we don't do that nowadays because we don't have CDs and you don't open the CD case and unfold it and look at the album art, but on their digital art, you can just see that they're singing there and Matt Boswell's got a guitar there and he's just singing, and Matt Papa is playing the piano and singing. That kind of gives you a feel of what it was like to maybe hear those guys record these songs. If not that, it gives you an idea of what it would be like to hear them play these songs live. So the song starts off, and it just starts with the instruments for a little bit. A nice build up into the intro. And this song starts off mellow. And you know if you've listened to the past episodes what that means because it picks up towards the end and that is a wonderful thing. As you continue listening to the first part of this song, Matt Boswell is singing and then leads into the chorus and then the other Matt comes in. And like on past episodes, I'm gonna let you guys guess what my favorite part of the song is. We will talk about that on the other side of this sermon. See you guys in a minute. I am the song, My Savior's Love, What Tongue Could Tell, by Matt Boswell and Matt Papa. And I'm being interpreted by Justin Ray. As you're listening to me, the song, think of how my musicians play, how they play the song humbly and let the message of the song, which comes from Scripture and from our Savior's
1: love, tell its story. What song could tell our Savior's love? What song of angels could describe? Could endless praises be enough to echo for His sacrifice? How worthy is the Lamb of God beyond all matters of still we confess and strain to all such mystery and magnificence.
0: Let me reiterate what these last lines are conveying. What tongue could tell of the love of our Savior Jesus Christ? I'll ask more questions that you know the answers to. Could a song of angels describe his love? Could we praise him enough? We cannot. We couldn't praise him enough. We couldn't put into words the love that Christ has shown us. I'll sing about it more. My As I restated in the chorus the beginning line of the song, what tongue could tell? God created our tongue. Without it, we couldn't even speak. It is God who has given us the ability to write words, to know what words mean, to speak them, to speak them with emotion and inflection. And we often use our tongues for the wrong reasons. For we need a reminder from James that we shouldn't use our tongue to bless and to curse. How much more are we unable to fully describe His love? Could the creation speak of the Creator in an adequate way? Could wordless music tell the message? I'll ask you in this way. What soon
1: could carry on its wings The beauty of that final breath What words dare paint the awesome scene When God stood in the stead when Jesus Christ, the Radiant one, took on the shadows of our hate, then rose again just as the sun, with light and power
0: and force. As I sing about the final breath of our Lord, does it tell more of how impossible it is to describe His love? It's Christ who took our place. He took the sins that we chose to commit. While we were living in rebellion against him, he was willing to remove the actions of our rebellion from our account. What love! And as I stated, he rose again to life so that we can too. What tongue could tell? I'll remind you again with these words. about the other repeating line what could compare what could compare to our Savior's love has anyone on this earth loved you to this extent it would be impossible no in fact for everyone that you've been around for a good amount of time they've at some point and in some way have hated you and you have hated them in some way as well and while God only deserves our love we have acted in ways that He hates. Proverbs six sixteen through 19 states, There are six things which the Lord hates, yes, seven which are an abomination to Him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil, a false witness who utters lies, and one who spreads strife among brothers. We are surely guilty of these things. But Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates His own love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us.
1: Let's continue. In him in death, his tongue is stilled. My song of life has reached the end. Though as a flower I may wed, this everlasting truth will stand. No death or life could separate me from the love of Christ, my Lord. This hope is sure from age to My song will be forevermore. Forevermore.
0: My line, and when in death this tongue is stilled, my song of life has reached the end, reminds me of the last verse of There is a Fountain by William Cooper. He wrote, When this poor lisping, stammering tongue lies silent in the grave, then in a nobler, sweeter song I'll sing thy power to save. And in the line that follows, I think of 1 Peter 1:22 through 22-25, where he writes about love and he quotes Isaiah. That passage reads, Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart. Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God, for all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is good news that was preached to you. I also think of Romans 8 for the lines that follow when I mention that nothing could separate me from the love of Christ. Because of His love, I can live forever with Him. to sing of it twice what tongue could tell no tongue could tell it fully but we should still speak of his love we should share the gospel we should tell the world that nothing compares to the love of christ where all other love ends his doesn't where our love stops and starts and stops again the love that christ has for his saints will remain for eternity though we cannot describe this fully May we think of it forever. May we all sing of our Savior's love together. My
1: Savior's love, my Savior's love. What could compare, what tongue could tell, my Savior's
0: love. And this is love, not that we love God but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. 1 John 4.10 Though no tongue could tell, may we live out the rest of our lives trying our best to tell of His love. Wow, what another great song. Thank you to Matt Papa and Matt Boswell for creating this song and for Keith Getty writing it with them. Those guys performed that song so well, and I love the instrumentation of it. You heard it, those guys are skillful. They're great singers. And you can just tell that they they have some sort of humility in the way that they go about doing it. Uh, They're not trying to belt out notes that no one can hit and that kind of thing. It's just a simple modern style hymn that brings glory to God. And I know I always talk about the favorite part of the song, but... The favorite part is definitely the chorus, but the chorus also kind of repeats itself throughout the song in ways. So I love how it, it talks about what could, what could compare, what tongue could tell. That whole concept is just so great to me. Uh, just to think of writing something like that is really special. And it's just that question that you know the answer to. No tongue could tell of Christ's love for us and nothing could compare to Christ's love for us. And I'll tell you that every song on this album has that similar quality where the lyrics were written so well and have such deep theology in them. It's important because music is teaching us theology. And I've said this on a past episode before. It has to be sound. And from these guys, it is sound. And it's something that you can trust if you're listening to it. And it's something that you can trust if you're leading this song in worship, and I would encourage you to do so. I would encourage you also to go back and listen to this song without our pauses. It's not the same. Uh, When you're hearing this song without those stops and starts that we put in to allow the preacher to elaborate on, on the message of the song, just listening to it all the way through is great, obviously. You know how music works, so. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Today's song was My Savior's Love by Matt Papa and Matt Boswell. We've set out to add fair use commentary in the form of a sermon. This is a great song and we recommend you listen to it without our pauses. Thank you for listening to If Songs Could Preach. Visit soundandworship.com for more resources and research worship music playlists. Is there a song that you think could preach? Send us an email to soundandworship at gmail.com with your idea. If you'd like to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash soundandworship. Please share this podcast. We could really use your help in getting the word out. You can find us on social media under the name Sound and Worship. We're on Facebook, Parlor, and YouTube. Also, if you love the show, it would really help us out if you could leave us a review. Thanks again for listening. Sound and Worship. Let's discern music and love.